Welcome to episode 29 of the Fantasy Football Hangover podcast. Playing two wild cards in one week? Why not? Growing a massive handlebar moustache in lockdown? Who wouldn't? Anyway, we're looking ahead to game weeks 31 and 32 to help you get your team sorted out for the coming weeks. Let's go! Flabbergasted. Hello. How are we? <laughs> hey, Rob. How are you? I'm good. I am. I'm not flabbergasted. Um, we are. It's Monday afternoon, and it is ahead of Man City Burnley. We are near the end of Project Restart. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. How are we feeling after the restart? Mixed emotions. I sort of. The, the weekend started well, felt good about my team selection, obviously with the Man City game, Kevin De Bruyne, uh, the Sheffield, I had my Sheffield United defence that did very well. So I started off very well and then it basically sort of felt, it sort of fell apart over the weekend and I wasn't getting many points. Ah. So I was a bit sad, but I'm very happy to have football back. FPL points aside, I'm on 78 yeah. for the weekend. Um, Pretty good. It's all right. It's pretty good. Yeah, I've put all my eggs in the double game week basket with the idea of doing a wild card some point between today and game week 31 plus starting. It's gone all right, 87 so far. Yeah. Uh, but that's with a bench boost as well. So yeah. kind of hoping for triple figures. Um, but as I mentioned to you guys a little bit earlier, um, I put more my hopes in Arsenal, which was, uh, you know, a hope-driven exercise rather than a um, reality-driven one. So Aubameyang and Tierney particularly let me down. But uh, yes, I'll learn my lesson for the wild card. That's that's the trick. Yeah. Loyal till the end, Arsenal, you know. And, you know, average points are 54. So you know, we're doing, doing all right, above average. It's always a good place to be. I guess that's from just people who haven't bothered picking it up again, isn't it? There must be some really <laughs> yeah. low scores from people who've just like, can't be bothered. Yeah, you could be right there. Who knows? Yeah. We'll get we'll get more into Project Restart and uh, we'll get straight into some tips to help people out for coming game weeks. Okay, I'll start with Bruno Fernandes versus Sheffield United. Weakened defence for United, that's the Sheffield version, following the sending off of Egan and Henderson being ineligible. Bruno on pens. And second up, it is Richarlison versus Norwich. 10% owned, 8.3 million. Go, 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 Rich. I also have Bruno Fernandes. Um, yeah, and United are playing well. Pogba's fit, Rashid's fit. They look like they're going to score goals. And secondly, I have Rob's favourite, who you might also pick, Raul Jimenez. The yeah. Wolves look very sharp um, the other day. They've got great fixtures. Bournemouth, Villa and Arsenal. Get them in your side. Yeah, I'm sticking with Wolves in their defence. Roman Sace, 4.6 million, 4.2% owned. And they've got Bournemouth, Villa and Arsenal next. And then looking at Southampton, Stuart Armstrong, 5.2 million, 0.3% owned. And they've got Arsenal, Watford and City next. Oh, look at that. 57 seconds. Good yeah. effort, champs. We could have talked talk for so much longer. Um, 
Yeah, Fernandez is the man, isn't he? He's he's must have, must have. I got rid of him. You're an idiot. Too much wildcard tinkering. Yeah, I also got rid of Jimenez and who else? Ings. Yeah, yeah, that's a painful one. Yeah, I got I got rid of Jimenez. Uh, I'm so I have a question for you guys. So my front line of Aubameyang, Vardy, Rashford all blanked. So I think I got a total of eight points from the three of them. Oh. Uh, despite four games between them, so it does give you the acronym VAR though, which you know, yes, it does. it does. Um, or oh, Rav. So I am going to ditch one of them. Yeah, it be and who should I bring in? Oh, get rid of Aubameyang. I think it's just going to be stutter stutter from Arsenal, and he's so he's a lot of money. Ten point nine um, million. He's already gone down. He was eleven. And he's gone down, so he's already dropped me money. Um, I can afford basically any other forward other than Aguero, pretty much. So I could. I got Jimenez. Uh, yeah, kind of, kind of bring. That's what I was thinking. Is is Jimenez? Wolves Good. fixtures are pretty nice, aren't they? Yeah, decent fixtures. Um, he's really handsome, and yeah, I just think he's he's the man. But I, I was considering Harry Kane. How do how do we feel about that? He he looked really rusty against United. He looked yeah, he looks like he hasn't played in a while. So I do wonder. Yeah. It might take him a couple more games to get up to speed. Whereas him and his is just I mean, who have they got next? Uh oh, Bournemouth at home. Bournemouth were diabolical as well. Yeah. Yeah, they were bad. And my worry about him and his is that Wolves have got a lot of fixtures because they're still in the Europa League. Oh, that's a good point. I don't know. But he'll play. He'll play through it all. He seems like one of those iron men, doesn't he? That doesn't really get injured. Yeah, he plays a lot. I think. I think you got to stick with Rashford as well. Yeah. He, oh, he yeah. looked good. He looked good as yeah. well. Give him a couple more games. Um, but yeah, I think you know, it's always the danger, isn't it, when you get a free wild card just to go crazy and tinker too much. Um, and what 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 did we uh, what did we learn? Because we were obviously recorded before it returned, and what you you actually will you sh- shouted Foden, didn't you? You were like, look out for the youngsters. They've done well in the European leagues, and he obviously came off the bench and nicked a goal. Yeah, and rumor is he's going to start tonight for City as well. So I, I'm going to keep an eye on him. It's tr- yeah. it's tricky though. They will rotate, and yeah, who knows? But if he can come on and score like he did, I mean, City looked great. It was, yeah. I think that, yeah, there is uh, those um, impacts to watch because um, I guess a lot of people would have been disappointed that Traore didn't start for Wolves, but then he came on and made a difference. And I think, yeah, that, that, that will see a bit more of that, actually. Well, the, the optimist in me thought there'd be a lot of goals because defences or teams generally would be tired. So defences would be tired. Therefore, you know, there might be a lot of goals going in. But the games all started quite slowly, didn't they? Most of the first halves were quite. You know, we're nil nil at half time, um, but hopefully that changes over the next couple of games. I think that's the thing. There is going to be a bit of a weird pattern of change and transition, isn't there? Oh, definitely. But I mean, and also no guaranteed starters. No Aguero starting. Salah didn't start or play at all. Um, Timmy's brother Tammy, we thought he'd get a oh, yeah, true. He didn't get a game. So I think that's that's the thing. But then those players could well well reappear shortly. But. Yeah, as you said on clean sheets, there were nine clean sheets in the fixtures because uh, there were two nil nils. Yeah. Um, so that's that feels like quite a lot of clean sheets. It does. There were also going with the trend that there has been in Europe. There were a lot of away victories. Uh, Wolves, Palace, Chelsea, and Southampton all winning away. And what did you think of the my dream came true of the fake crowd noise? 
It's that? I hate the throat crowd noise. It's really weird without it, though. Yeah. It's, it's divided opinion. Um, mm. I've been looking online and, and seeing opinion, and it's definitely divided. For me, I love being able to hear players swearing, and yeah. the Newcastle game in particular, was some, there was some great swearing there. And, yeah, and being able to hear managers shouting, it, you, you feel like you can get more involved in the tactics and what they're saying, yeah, and, and the the cries of players going down as they get taken out. Yeah, and you, the, you really pick up on accents as well, and like right. the different multicultural uh, uh, accents that you get in in football is excellent. I'm a fan of the crowd noise, mainly. I like it when I'm almost when it's on in the background or if I'm looking at my phone or getting a drink or something and you can hear it in the background it it just feels that familiar kind of return and 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 that kind of comforting noise of a lively football match um and there were some of them were pretty good some of them were were because they they've they're kind of obviously to back the home team aren't they yes the reactions were very quick as a shot went over or deflected wide for a corner they were pretty instant yeah, I think yeah. it improved as the weekend went on. I, uh, the Villa-Sheffield United game, the crowd noise was so far behind. Uh, that's what put me off because it was the first match I watched and the first thing that happened was, uh, I think, a um, Villa like save. Oh no, Sheffield United save. And the crowd the crowd cheered like two seconds after it happened and it was just oh, like, yeah. oh. So I gave yeah. up at that point. <laughs> and another another favourite part of, my, of the return for me, I mean, I think one of the commentators... Uh, commented on it ironically um, are about Palace and Bournemouth about how many of the hairdressers sorry how many football players live with hairdressers because a lot of them had had their hair done <laughs> but the ones that hadn't were brilliant so I, I wanted to have a quick discussion about your, your favourite moments there so and I've made a little jingle so oh lovely a little bit DIY due to us not being in the same room but um, I'll play you the jingle and we'll have a chat That was look at his hair. Look at his hair, right? Okay, nice. Uh, I mean, back to that Palace Bournemouth. Andros Townsend, did you see him come off the bench? Oh, yes. Yeah. Brilliant. You see him on Twitter as well. He tweeted, um, Does anyone know when the hairdressers reopen asking for a friend? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that is the beard and the hair have all just gone uh, sort of widthways, lengthways, gone a bit (laughs) straggling, sort of maintaining this slightly square shape on the head as well. Yeah, that's what I wish I could have done. My my hair was like that at the start of lockdown, but it just went sideways, not up. I wanted it to go up. Yeah, vertical. I couldn't growth. maintain any kind of um, natural uplift, so it was just <laughs> and 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 my wax just wasn't holding it. So I'm I'm actually envious of Andrew Townsend. I think it's a good look for him. Did you see Rob Green? We, we've no, I that's didn't the favourite. Have a look it. at it. It's. I, I, uh, How's he looking? It's a Mohican, I guess. Was it, is it a Mohican? Yeah, a Mohawk. Mohawk. Pretty, yeah, look it up. It's pretty pretty special. Okay. But, um, did you guys enjoy uh, Jack Grealish's French plaits um, for Villa? <laughs> that was pretty nice. French plait, bleached oh, top man. knot. Yeah. Rob Green's gone, he's got not only gone Mohawk, but he's gone handlebar moustache as well. Yeah, yeah. He really went, he's really gone for it. 
Wowzers, that is impressive. I didn't see that. That's that's really disturbing. I was I was surprised by the lack of um, personal beard grooming. But us three all being owners of beards, uh, it's not that difficult, is it, to get the clipper and put it on a number and just run it around your beard? Bit of a pain in the ass. But the, I mean, De Gea's beard looks like he looks like a hobo, you know, like that's some sort of character out of The Simpsons. And Ben Teke. That was all pretty all over the place. And did you see Lanzini as well, West Ham? Yeah. He's got proper, yeah. like, pubescent boy beard. He's got <laughs> clumps of hair <laughs> dotted all over the place. Yeah. Uh, yeah you know, you can't cut your own hair, or well, you'd be brave to, but you can look after your own beard. I'd yeah, like exactly. In the beard arena. Well, they're all, probably, they're all used to having it done by the barber, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, that's it. But Amazon, Amazon's still delivering. Pick up yeah, exactly. Come on, guys. 25 quid. I reckon yeah. they can afford it. Um, shall we go on to TCTs? Yes. Okay, so TCTs, um, we are looking back on last week, our first one back for a while, where it was decided between Henry and Everly uh, via paper, scissors, stones in the end, wasn't it? It, yeah, was. it was. They couldn't choose between them. Yeah, Aubameyang and KDB. And KDB won, fortunately, who is currently on, what's he on, 14 points, I think? 14, yeah. As we said, we're recording ahead of Man City Burnley. And Aubameyang has scored four, I think, across the two games. Disappointing for many. So, yeah, who, who, who captained him out of interest? I captained KDB, Rob. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Rich? Yeah, I, I, I didn't. Captain KDB, <laughs> Captain, uh, stupid of Amiang. I captained him. I thought oh, it'd be glorious, the glorious return of Arsenal. What? You trusted your son. Yeah, I mean, he well, he's he's not, he's only ten. He hasn't learned, you know, the foibles of supporting Arsenal properly yet. He's he's actually known largely success. He's seen three um, FA Cup parades. Mm, that's pretty good. So not bad. But, um, yeah, that, yeah, that might like- be a way off. The kids are now 17, 11 ahead. Wow. Oh, dominant. They're like Liverpool, just waiting to wrap up the league. Yeah. That's what the people want. We haven't managed to get one for this week, but we'll try and get one ahead of game week 32, the weekend's fixtures, and we'll post on our socials about what the choice was or is and um, see how the kids do for that. Because obviously the fixtures are coming thick and fast. And... Um, on that, them coming thick and fast for many. I had a bit of correspondence from our friend King Pierce Shaw. Get in touch on FF Hangover on Twitter and on Fantasy Football Hangover on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening. Who took the bold decision to captain Sheffield United's defender Egan? Been quite smug, I think, after the Villa game. I think he got six or seven points. And then, of course, he got sent off on Saturday weekend's game. I forget if it was Saturday or Sunday. He was sent off very early in the second half against Newcastle. So, scored uh, three points in total. Mm. Ouch. And Keane was not happy. His dog also ate the front door. So, he didn't have a good weekend. <laughs> That's yeah. a good when it starts so promisingly and then unwinds rapidly. I think lots of people can can um, sympathise with that. I had Egan in my side, felt felt pretty good about the clean sheet, and then yeah, felt a bit dismayed. But I'd be happy with three points is fine. The, the, what my disappointment was is that I've got. 
23 points on the bench and I didn't play bench boost. Ow. So I had I had Doherty and Kiko Firmino. So 12 points for Doherty and Kiko Firmino got six. So two defenders who definitely would have outscored Egan. Yeah, I broke my own rule on the bench boost. Normally save it for the last game of the season, but I just thought... Got excited. Well, be able to play two chips for the first time pretty much, weren't we? Yeah, so you know what? I purposely didn't play bench boost because I was like, oh, you know what? Rob always says save it for the last day of the season, so that's what I'm doing. <laughs> ah, and I immediately cursed you and your stupid <laughs> chip rule. Uh, at least you got that lovely treat to look forward to, though. Well, yeah, I've got I've got free hit, I've got a free hit and a bench boost still to go, so I'm pretty happy with that. Oh, uh, that's not bad. Yeah, you're normally well spent by now. I am. I mean, uh, this is the first time ever that I've had all my chips by game week thirty. Nice. Not all my chips, some of my chips. I've got a really rapid wild card to deliver. I've only really just started to think about that. 24 hours. That's probably better. I had too long on the last one and got it all horribly wrong. Yeah. You're going in with your wild card now? Yeah. It's going to be active right after this episode. Wowzers. That is quick. Yeah, that is exciting, isn't it? We, we've had a couple of messages. I'll read them quickly. Just... Um, from Babs asking if we're look if we're looking at Newcastle assets at all after yesterday. I mean, I very rarely look at Newcastle assets unless they're really cheap. But yeah, I guess some some Maximim is uh, was doing fairly well before lockdown and obviously did very well yesterday. So maybe he's an option. And then Richie is the top point scorer so far, isn't he? This game week, eighteen points, and he's playing in midfield, I think, and he's a defender, so he could be one. Um, and I do wonder, like I read somewhere, you know, we were saying about the, the players who get put off by the crowd and suddenly can't perform in training the way they do uh, in a stadium. I'm sure I read something about Joel Linton being one of those players, one of these, one of these colleagues saying he's amazing in training, but just can't seem to do it on the pitch. And he obviously scored. Yeah. Maybe he could benefit from this weird behind closed doors thing. And they've got quite nice fixtures. They've got um, Villa Bournemouth next. And who are they playing after that? And then West Ham. So that's not bad, yeah. I think yeah. quite a good theory about the closed doors thing. For some players, it takes a bit of pressure off because they're not getting all the stick from the crowd. As Sam Maxim looks good when he's he's a bit he's a bit raw, isn't he? But he's very positive and full of energy. So he could be one of those players that's always getting in decent positions. Yeah, and then I was yeah. I was looking at Pulisic as well because he was he was great at one point in the season. Um, yeah. I can't, it was a, a bit of the way through, wasn't it? It was sort of after about five games or something, Pulisic suddenly had this blinding sort of uh, attack rate. But good to see him back on the score sheet. So I might look at him, keep an eye on him, because um, morbidly obese Frank Lampard is is doing a good job with uh, with his boys. But although <laughs> they've got Man City next, so maybe after that. And their starting lineups really hard predict isn't it because they've got a few players back like Loftus-Cheek and a couple of others and just I'd say all the double barrels and um, yeah I just don't quite know who's going to play no, and Giroud back again as well but um, well I was thinking with, with um, you know we haven't spoke to you about dream time for a while have you have we even you're feeling relaxed your wife not fiance is asleep what will you do at this time, 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 time? Dream time. 
We haven't, no. And there's been a lot of dream time going on. Um, yeah, so for people, for new listeners, dream time is the uh, two, maybe three hours that I get on weekend mornings before my wife gets up. So I normally wake up like eight or nine and my wife is a, a late riser. Uh, so I get some great time to myself to watch stuff. And before lockdown, I was basically doing a WWF pay-per-view a week. I was getting through one of those and that hasn't changed. I'm still working my <laughs> way through. I'm now, I've just done SummerSlam 99. So bearing in mind, I started in 94. I started with Survivor Series 94. I have watched a lot of pay-per-views since then. <laughs> so I'm doing them in order. Uh, so that's been great. Uh, Excellent. What's the big story from SummerSlam 99? Um, well, Mankind won the, the, sorry, spoiler alert, but Mankind won the title in a wonderful triple threat match between Triple H himself and the, t uh, the title holder, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Awesome. It's, I mean, it's a really glorious era at the moment. It's, it's how fantastic. Long, how long does it take to watch a SummerSlam? Uh, they're about three hours, but I tend to skip through some of the lesser matches, the yeah. comedy, the comedy rubbish matches i tend to just skip through yeah so uh, yeah it's, is that the plan how far in are you going to go what, what until i really start hating it so i think yeah. if i recall from when i actually watched wrestling back in the day it was probably around 2001 and it just really goes off the boil yeah um, okay. so that's been that's been good and then i've watched i mean honestly like I rewatched all of Peep Show. I've rewatched all of the IT crowds. I'm currently rewatching Community for the third time. So I'm on season five of that. Um, it, I mean, it, you know. It's on Netflix now, isn't it? Is it what Netflix? is? No, no, it's on Sky, isn't it? It's on Now TV and Sky, Peep Show. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That is yeah, good. good. So, yeah, all sorts of dream time, really. It's been great. Good and a lot of football man, a lot of football manager, which I've talked about. I finally won the league with Napoli the other day, so that was great. Oh, congrats! I, eight seasons, no, nine seasons in, I think. With I've yeah, I've been around the world. <laughs> it's been great. Um, should we look ahead to our imminent game week thirty-one, which will be Tuesday evening at five o'clock? Um, yeah, and well, and we should look at thirty-two as well because yeah, and thirty-two. Let's. Um, have a quick peek at what's going on. All right, chaps, Scotty here. I'm in the privilege. Great to speak to you again. See the old uh, project restart happened over the weekend. Football's coming home. It came home. <laughs> Been doing a right, having a right lark on training pitch. Uh, you know the face mask that people have to wear for the corona beer virus. There's a beer called Corona <laughs> I've been saying to the lads that wear them, all the ladies and all, um, if you got bad breath, is that why you're wearing it? <laughs> they always have a laugh when I say that. Oh, the old Corona beer virus. Been drinking too many beers, have you? Oh, anyway, lads, uh, hope you're doing well. I'm uh, just enjoying training, getting ready for the Euros for my England call-up. And, uh, yeah, keep your chin up, lads. All the best. Cheery bye. Honour and a privilege, even. <laughs> um, so, game week 31, we're straight into Tuesday, 5pm to set your team, which is hopefully the very evening or day you're listening to this. So, Tuesday night is Leicester at Brighton and then Spurs, followed by Spurs at West Ham. Look yes. at I kind of feel like Spurs could be a good option there. West Ham looked not great. Uh, yeah, they didn't. 
Berg, Berg, Bergwin or Bergwine looked good yeah. for Spurs. Good goal. Um, and then obviously, you know, as we said, Kane looked a bit leggy, but I think um, he can always pop them in, can't he? Yeah, is Deli Ali back as well? Was he suspended for one game? So he might he might be an option. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. He was, yeah. Him and uh, Jorginho are back for Chelsea. I think they were the ones that played their suspensions. Yeah, Spurs could do well. United, I think you mentioned earlier, well, I think they'll do well against a weakened Sheffield United defence. Yeah, well, no Henderson. That's on yeah, the- no Henderson, no Egan. Someone else is injured as well. Connell, is it? Yeah. I feel like... Yeah, United could get a couple, so you probably want to look at Rashford and Bruno. Mm. Yeah, do you they, think about getting Pogba in, or would that just be crazy? Oh, he's so erratic. He just yeah. yeah. He started on the bench, didn't he? Yeah, I think if you got the money, you got to go Fernandez in their midfield. Yeah, agreed. Wednesday, hopefully there'll be a few goals because you know Villa look pretty terrible. Newcastle will be up for that. Uh, Everton are at Norwich. Norwich look pretty ropey, didn't and they? Norwich are down. I think Everton are going to smash that. And yeah. Born. Bournemouth Wolves could be interesting because Bournemouth didn't look particularly interested either, did they? And actually, yeah. Liverpool Palace, because it's not no longer the title-clinching game, is it? But um, I imagine Liverpool want to be hitting their stride a bit more and Palace look pretty good against Bournemouth. So, yeah. yeah, Palace got a good record against Liverpool as well, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. hopefully there'll be some goals in there. Um, oh, that reminds me, actually, did you see um, Jordan Ayo scored for you guys, didn't he? Yeah. Um, do you see that he's been living with his brothers uh, in a household full of over nine people for two months of lockdown? Really? Basically, you know, um, Andre, I, who plays for Swansea, so he yeah. decided to go and visit Jordan with his family. And his right. other brother, Ibrahim, plays in Gibraltar or somewhere. Okay. So they all decided to get together and it was sort of days before lockdown happened. They ended up all locked down together um, for two months. Brilliant. Really training, training together every day and playing endless amounts of Monopoly. Apparently. <laughs> so that may be the secret to his success. So I got that goal yesterday, staying fit with his brothers and fleecing them as the banker in Monopoly. That is brilliant. I can never really bring myself to get Jordan Ayew, but he is good. Like, he does seem to score for you. He's he's definitely become a bit of a key player this season. You know, he starts every game. He works really hard. He's 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 good at holding it up. Yeah, he's he's a, well, he's a top scorer. Palace don't score many goals, do they? I think they're the second lowest scoring team in the Premier League after Newcastle, but um, or maybe the lowest now. But yeah, it's he's he's pretty consistent. He's, you know, he normally sticks one of three chances away. I'd say, but. Might be worth it. Yeah, five point two million after the Liverpool game. Yeah, Burnley, yeah. Burnley after that. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. So that that game game week thirty two is a bigger long game week. Starts Saturday twenty seventh of June. Villa Wolves at twelve thirty, and then ends Thursday second of July with Man City Liverpool. So yes, that's a long old game week to get ready for. Are you not tempted to save your wild card for that one, Mitch? When you've got a bit of a broader view of what's going on. Uh, the team I've set up is just all double game week players, so I, they just all need to go. It's the only <laughs> option is wildcard. I've got three Arsenal in there, like two Villa, three Sheffield United. It's, yeah, it's got to go. Can't even last another week. It's got to be put out of its misery. Although, uh, yeah, Arsenal's next game is after the after this week's is at Norwich. Sorry, at home hosting Norwich. Might be, surely maybe tonight, yeah, might might be a chance for Arsenal. Um, I'm looking, yeah, looking at Bournemouth's fixtures. They they look in trouble, don't they? I brought Brooksy back f- purely for sentimental yeah, reasons. Great, yeah. he looked alright, didn't he? Yeah, he was the one decent player they seem to have. Yeah, they're they're shining lights, little Brooksy. 
Um, but yeah, that that game week, um, where are the big games in there? Chelsea West Ham. I kind of feel that's that's that looks quite tasty. Yeah. I mean, it's the end of the weekend, really, isn't it? Man City, Liverpool, sorry, the end of the week. Thursday, 2nd of July, that that could be the title game. That could be great. But I don't know about Man City, other than KDB. Where where would you look there? I mean, Sterling. Sterling's always a good option, isn't he? Yeah, Yeah, and Mahrez as well. I think they'll both, if they don't start, they'll be coming off the bench most games. Well, and with with Sane leaving, I think Mahrez will get more of a, like... He's obviously kind of the the logical player for that role, isn't he? I know Sane's not been playing, but feels like they've pushed Mares more, right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think he's been playing well most of the season as well. Mm. He's, did he start against Arsenal? I think he did, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yeah. We'll see if he starts tonight. So he could be a decent option. I don't know about defence for them. I don't know who plays in that defence. Laporte's back, isn't he? But yeah. Yeah, it's um, it was Mendy at left back and Walker at right back. So yeah. wing backs normally do all right, don't they? But again, it, that could all change next week, couldn't it? So absolutely. <sighs> yeah, I think what I'm going to do is is wait and see how the uh, how the team shape up this week before I make yeah. any rash decisions. There's a couple of players who emerge as like very cheap options. Emmy Martinez will now be Arsenal's first choice goalkeeper for the rest okay. of the season. I think he's the cheapest. Will be the cheapest starting goalkeeper in the game at four point two. Right on your bench, and there was that Keenan Davies character who played up front for Villa. Yeah, yeah. I know this painfully because I had what's the matter in my team who <laughs> didn't start either game. Um, but he's only four point three million for a starting player, and he's not going to score many goals. But if you need an enabler, yeah, he could be someone. It's difficult to know. Isn't it? Um, I mean, the current most transfer player in is Fernandez, our friend. Followed by Rashford, Jimenez, Pope, which is probably people just getting him in for Henderson. And then Ings. Ings. What do you think of Ings? Have you got Ings or did you get rid of him? I've not got him and I probably should really. Um, Arsenal, Watford, City, Everton, next few games. That's quite tough. The Watford game could be interesting. Yeah. yeah. They did look sharp though, Southampton. You know, when you just the team comes back and they seem fitter than the opposition... So that, yeah, Ings was the most transferred out player as well. And now it's the most transferred in. Wow. Doesn't happen every week. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on, on Spurs players. I think that's my, I just, I, 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 everything I've sort of read about the training setup and everything there and how Jose's prepared for everything. Like he, him and his staff like live together for a bit during lockdown so that <laughs> they could um, be all kind of, able to talk about tactics and things like that so I, I don't know it might not work in their favour but I like the idea of it yeah yeah I can't pick any of them because they're all evil of so, course yeah yeah. you know you guys carry on alright lads I think that might be us for the for another week yeah yeah we'll be back soon hopefully with a bit more clarity on what, what what's happening in fantasy football what the hell's going on who are <laughs> who are they with some better haircuts they allowed yeah they'll be allowed haircuts by the time we're back Probably. What yeah, prediction we, predictions for tonight's game for the city game? Um, they don't often do. They don't often take a bit of a bogey team. I'm going two one city. Yeah, I'll go two nil city. I'll go one nil city. Oh, there you go. Full spread. Yeah. Sorry, Apart from any, yeah, very city heavy there though. <laughs> All right, gents. We'll speak soon. Yeah. See you guys. Yeah. See Good you luck. Soon. Bye. Bye.
he doesn't get cross.